I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Gorilla um, with me, Mark and Harris, and we got another topic on hand for you this week. Um, if you want to think that we've recorded this this week, that's fine. That's kind of what we want you to think. If you want to think <laughs> that we've recorded both of these on the same day two weeks ago, then that's fine. You can think that too. You can't prove anything. No. At all. <laughs> you can't. Anywho... Um, so that, you know, that might or might not be the reason for us to literally not talk about any news whatsoever. Um, it might also be because nothing happened this week. That's this true. Week, so we're not going to talk about it. Although, um, I, evolution did just happen, but we record this before those anyway. So regardless of if we did this two weeks before or not, <laughs> we still wouldn't be able to talk about the results of evolution, even though this is coming out on a, on Monday after it happened. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. You next mean you're week. not <laughs> you're not doing an episode about Nikki Bella winning the women's title against Ronda Rousey? Oh please, if that happened, then there's no more <laughs> wrestling podcast. There, we're all quitting. We're, we're boy, done. Mark is done. boycotting just, wrestling forever. That'll be our last episode, and then we'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm down. I'm I'm into that. <laughs> anyway, so I had the topic for this one, and I did again all of my research today. Um, I took like three hours this afternoon and went through this whole storyline, which is something I, I I just thought about a couple of weeks ago. I remembered it again, and I had totally forgotten about it. This is an early wrestling even memory for me because. Okay. Because, okay, this, my dad, obviously, as if you listen to the show, was huge WCW, NWA fan. I mean, from the South, that's what you're a fan of. And uh, so he watched every Nitro, every week, all the way up until it was gone. Um, really did not watch Raw at all. Uh, didn't care about WWE at all. And so that's what I grew up with. But once... WWE or WCW was no longer around. I mean, my dad's still a wrestling fan, so for the next couple of years, he watched WWE. He watched Raw and SmackDown. Kind of trudged through it and then ended up giving it up around in around 2004 or so. Anyway, so anyway, because of that, the way my dad would watch it is he would record episodes because we never had cable. So he would go to my his mom's house, which was like five minutes away. And he would record them there. That's what he did with all the Nitros. And then that's what he did with Raw and SmackDown when he started watching that in the early 2000s. And then he would come back and watch them. Well, because of that, there was a bunch of old tapes just with various Nitros or various Raws or SmackDowns that just he had. Like a lot of times you tape mm -hmm. over stuff, but at, you know, at some point he just had a bunch of them. And so when I started getting into wrestling at like age 9, 10, 11, those years, I wasn't watching it live. One, because my parents didn't let me at the time because we're right in the uh, very TV 14 um, WWE <laughs> at the time. So And yeah. we didn't have cable anyway. So I was watching w WCW videos my dad had, um, you know, pay-per-view videos that he had of WCW stuff, Starcades, and anyway – and he had, but he had these recordings from 
Raws and SmackDown. So at some point I found these and started watching some of these because I was just super into wrestling. I mean, I was watching everything. All the DVDs or videotapes my dad had, I was watching. And so he had these episodes of SmackDown from 2003. Okay. And so I would watch these and they just happened to follow this particular storyline, at least a handful of them. So I saw this storyline from pretty early on and it's, I've never really forgotten it cause it's so ridiculous. Anyway, that's my little intro as to my background with it without telling what it is yet. So now okay. we'll get into it in 2002. Hulk Hogan made his triumphant return to WWE after his obviously long stint in WCW with Nitro. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. really and nobody really knew the reaction he was going to get after being gone and being, you know, with the competition for so long. And nobody really knew what to do with him or what to expect. So they brought back the NWO at one point, you yeah. know, and he was still a heel and they were still kind of trying to do that. However, fans loved him pretty much immediately and were super happy to see Hulk Hogan back in WWE and he was getting mm-hmm. huge reactions. And so eventually, and he eventually got like got the title at some point, you know, at one point in 2002, I believe. And then ultimately he had the historic match with The Rock at WrestleMania 18, which is one of the most iconic matches ever where you it's have incredible. basically like a double turn in a match. Although yeah. I don't know exactly what the backlash of that was, but at least in the match you had a double turn where The Rock yeah, was just I- like, forget this. I'm just being the heel because that's this crowd yeah. is not having it, and you know. just and it wasn't even so much that like he became a heel character. It was just like, oh, they want to see Hulkamania. We're going to let him see Hulkamania. Right, like, right, exactly. And, and I know, like, anyway, you're, I know you're going to move on. This is literally one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time, like top five. And I was just going to say, like, this whole show is dedicated to like the silly and kind of dumb stuff that happens in wrestling, and sometimes it turns out to be good. Yeah, this is legitimately like as good as pro wrestling gets. And if oh, by yeah. some miracle you're listening to the show, if you're like a casual friend of mine who just listened because I bug you and you don't watch a lot of wrestling, just watch this one. Yeah, for sure, definitely worth watching. Great moment in wrestling for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but eventually after that, over the next year or so, his he was kind of starting to run. His heat was kind of running out, and he was kind of becoming stale. And it was kind of the nostalgia and everything was kind of going away at this point. Mm-hmm. By the time mm-hmm. we got, you know, into 2003, he ended up having mm-hmm. a match with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19, and then was kind of written off TV. Not too pretty, like pretty much immediately after that, he, he uh-huh. was kind of written off TV, taken off TV, and it was, you know, it was in storyline. It was Vince McMahon is hates all this and hates Hulkamania and wants it to die. So he had suspended Hulk Hogan indefinitely just, and just where, and he was just going to have him stay at home until his contract was out. He didn't want any more Hulk Hogan. He wanted him, the character to die. He created it and he wanted to now kill it. And he wanted nobody else to experience Hulkamania. I believe this is the feud with the greatest promo of Hulk Hogan's entire career in it. I hope that, what? You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, no. 
this is the one right when they first start to fight. I'm not going to do the whole thing because I can't do it justice. But this is the one where Hulk Hogan tries to say to Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, I, I'm, I'm totally derailing this, but it, like at the beginning of this feud, I haven't seen the whole thing, but Vince McMahon comes out and he's like, you think you're all that special Hulk Hogan? Like you only exist because of me, because I got behind you for the marketing and you know promotion of the WWF is what made you successful. And you were just the right guy at the right place. And Hulk Hogan tries to say, if you actually think that I was just the right guy at the right place at the right time, and we'll never know what he was going to try to say after that because he never got that far. This is the one where he's like, if you actually think that I was just the right gay guy at the right place at the wrong <laughs> at the at the right time, let me say it one more. And he just dies, like he just drowns in right. front of ten thousand people. I forgot. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yep, it, you are correct. It, it's one of the best things I've ever seen in wrestling, and this is your second homework assignment. Just watch that, even if you've seen it. Because it brings a smile to your face. It's time. basically he had another Silverdome moment. That's that's what it yeah. is, really. Except um, it was like on his own, and there weren't three other legends in the ring right. to like save him and tell him the right answer. <laughs> right. Anyway, so yeah, that would have that would have happened. That was all right during this feud. Anyway, so he's gone for a little while, like not long, like a couple of weeks. And then in the in late April, so WrestleMania I believe was first week of April or right around that time. So this is like mm-hmm. the last week of April now of 2003. So it's been a few weeks. And on SmackDown, Stephanie Stephanie McMahon is the general manager of SmackDown at the time, and she announces that she has just signed a new wrestler that she hasn't really seen but has this huge hype behind him, named Mister America, and. <laughs> Then they show, and then they show I'm this. I'm laughing because I thought you were going to say Brock Lesnar. No, no, Brock Lesnar's a champion though at the time, but um, okay, he's okay. the he's the WWE champion on SmackDown actually right now. But um, and then they they show this vignette, but it's just a highlight reel of like American things, like American sites and icons, <laughs> like they're showing like Mount Rushmore and like. The space shuttle taking off, and then like Martin Luther King Jr. speech, like it's just all this American stuff, and then it just an explosion happens with a bald eagle, and just says Mister America is coming next week to SmackDown. Fantastic! And, and you're just like, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> it's a little weird, but fine. And uh, man, another thing, kind of like what with my last episode with the Hornswoggle one, when I was seeing all this stuff and I was remembering all this stuff, it was kind of like that mm-hmm. with this too. Because, I mean, SmackDown right now is just, like, the greatest. I mean, Brock Lesnar's the champion, a, a new up-and-coming Brock Lesnar. John Cena's the doctor of thugonomics. I mean, Chris Benoit's there. I know you're going to say who, mm-hmm. but Chris Benoit's, who? you know, Chris Benoit's who? there. Uh, uh, who was the other one? Oh, yeah, La Resistance is just about to debut, who I totally forgot about them. Um, and it's, you know, Michael Cole and Taz are the commenta- commentary team who I actually always enjoyed them as a commentary team. I think they're underrated. but um, And it's just like, you know, Matt Hardy's Mattitude version one. Rey Mysterio is in like his second, you know, or like second year or whatever in WWE. Um, it's it's great. It, it's, a, it's a solid time. Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero yeah. are the tag team champions. Like, SmackDown's a solid show right now. 
And the fact that then this is like front and center is just amazing. Um, so next week we see Stephanie in her office and she's not looking good. Uh, she's looking just very stressed out right now. And then a guy comes up and says that Vince is on his way over to the show and she freaks out. Anyway, so after the show is kind of over and wrapping up, Vince shows up in his limousine and Stephanie meets him and is trying to get him to leave. But Vince wants to stay and meet Mr. America because that's going to be the end of the show. Mr. America's debut on Piper's Pit. Roddy okay. Piper is in, in, in SmackDown at the time, him with Sean O'Hare, who was kind of his protege on the show, who never panned out to anything. But anyway, that, that's, that's going on. Okay. But but Vince wants to stay and meet Mr. America. So and then Stephanie keeps stressing that she never has seen him before today. She keeps stressing so why, that point. Okay, so she signed a man she's never met right. or seen seen right. footage of. Okay. And there was like this big Sounds and she legit. she was real proud of it at first because there's this big bidding war between her and Eric Bischoff, who's the raw general uh, manager at the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now we're ready for Piper's Pit, which is where we'll be introduced to Mr. America. Piper Comes out, Sean O'Hare's out there with him, and he's, you know, doing his little thing, talking as only Piper can. He's the best. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. you know, says, all right, let's see, let's meet this Mr. America. And Real American begins blaring through the arena. And here comes Hulk Hogan in a mask and doing everything he normally does. But in red, white, and blue trunks with a belt that says Mr. America and basically a Captain America wrestling mask. I mean, for more, it's pretty much a Captain America wrestling mask without the ear holes and without the wings. I mean, it's just this big blue mask with a star on the face that he has on. And but I mean, if he's wearing a mask. How do you know it's Hulk Hogan? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Piper is going bananas at this point. Um, you know. A cl- you know, the the feud between Pi- no in a no not a good way. The feud between Piper and Hogan is legendary. I mean, you go from the heel Piper face Hogan of the '80s to then the face Piper heel Hogan of Nitro in the '90s. Like, I mean, in storyline, these guys have had nothing but feuds for decades. Okay, no, that Piper makes sense. is that going makes sense. insane. The crowd is going bananas, and they start chanting Hogan. Piper says, Piper does this big, you know, promo once he gets in the ring and saying, you know, he basically says like, this is America. It's the land of the free, home of the brave and not the land of stupidity. And he's just like, you are Hulk Hogan. Everyone knows you are Hulk Hogan. You should not be here. That whole thing. And Hogan then takes the mic and says, that's the most ridiculous thing he's ever heard. And he said, if he ever badmouths America again, he'll kick him from sea to shining sea, which I thought was a good line. Um, then the crowd, st- then on cue, the cow- crowd starts chanting USA. <laughs> Perfect. He says he's not Hulk Hogan. And Vince now comes out looking like he's about to have a conniption. Um, Great. Just with his walk to the ring. The eyes and the face that on- only Vince can do. Um, he says he suspended him and he can't be here and he wanted to kill Hulkamania and he's going to sue him. He's going to do the most American thing ever and he's going to sue him so fast that he won't be, he won't know what hit him. And 
And then he keeps re- then <laughs> he keeps repeating that he's not Hulk Hogan and he's Mr. Right. America. And he and then he even goes, they all know it. And the crowd, of course, is backing him and cheering right. that and starts chanting USA again. And um, Vince Vince then states that all right, fine. You're Mr. America. Well, I am CEO of the company, so you're fired. This is when it gets so stupid. Um, no, it's but fantastic. then Triple H says he signed with Stephanie, actually, not with uh-huh. Vince, and it's ironclad, and he can't be fired, which is the stupidest thing sense. ever. Like she yeah. would hire one that she would hire someone she's never seen, two that she would give him the biggest contract of all time. Oh my! That that that's probably like the, the dumbest thing of this whole thing. That my favorite part is that, like legally, if someone hires you and you quote unquote sign with them, that you can't get fired by their boss. Well, because you signed with them, I didn't sign with you. Well, it's like they made that a point, but ultimately the point was he has an ironclad contract that says he can't be suspended or fired. Right. And anyway, he ends with. God bless America with the end of his promo or whatever. And then the whole crowd again starts saying USA. And Vince then just freaks out and says he's going to rip the mask right off his face and just goes after him. But Hogan fights him off and fights off Piper and Sean O'Hare. And and that's, that's the end of the segment. So the feud is going to okay. continue. Very okay. much. It's going to start, you mean. I mean oh, it's, yeah, it's- pretty much. Yeah, that's the start. So... <laughs> Just like my last episode with Hornswoggle, the fact that Hornswoggle and Vince McMahon were like this marquee storyline for like a year. It's like all this stuff is going on on SmackDown. You know, Undertaker, I forgot to mention, duh, Undertaker's the American badass. You know, there's this big feud between John, an up-and-coming John Cena and Brock Lesnar for the title and stuff. Like, all this stuff, but yet Vince is with this story anyway. Um, so the next week, Vince is just constantly trying to disprove him and he brings out Stephanie and asks why she signed him. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I heard Mr. America was the best talent around. So I had to get him and I had to outbid Eric Bischoff. So I had to offer him the biggest contract I ever have ever this ironclad Mm -hmm. thing. And it's just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Um, and she's like, I've never offered this before. It's like, well, yeah, no, duh, because it's not a real thing. But anyway. Um, no, but I get it, though. Like, it, that just, I, I like the rational, the rationale that, like, <laughs> she totally would do something stupid right. just because Eric Bischoff wanted him. You know, it's like a right. Bugs Bunny kind of situation where he just tricks her into bidding $100 million on this guy she's never seen before. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe. But she does say that the only, and the, she says the only way the contract can be broken is if he can prove that Mr. America is Hulk Hogan. So we're about to have Vince's first plan. And the show is in Canada. SmackDown is in Canada right now. Well, Vince okay. is going to have Hulk Hogan, though, on the show via satellite from Tampa, which is where Hulk Hogan lives. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And so he has him up on the screen, and it's Hulk Hogan, and apparently like a study, it's like study or whatever, dressed as Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan doesn't read books. Just dressed as Hulk Hogan with the red bandana, the Hulkamania, all that stuff. And he says he has no idea who Mr. America is, and he, but, but at the same time, he really is not happy with this suspension and really misses performing and wants to come back. 
But and yeah. he says if he does come back, he would love to team with Mr. America because he loves everything he stands for, even though he's not quite as attractive as he is. Um, <laughs> and he does this whole thing where he's like, I know there are some similarities. We have the same handlebar mustache and we're relatively the same size, although his his guns aren't nearly as big as these pythons. Um, right, uh, of course. <laughs> but uh, and then Vince, you know, and then Vince goes, well. Well, why don't we get Mr. America to appear on tonight's show? Hint, hint. Because I know you're Hulk Hogan and you can't be on the show. So let's get Mr. America. And Hulk Hogan says there's a good chance that that could happen. And that's kind of how it ends. So then you have Vince McMahon walking backstage sometime later. And a guy runs up to him and tells him that Mr. America is here. And Vince is just like, huh, pulling pranks on me? Get out of here. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Well, then yeah. a little later on, he's walking around again and Funaki shows up and says that Mr. America is heading to the ring right now. And we get classic Vince where he's just like treating Funaki like this second class citizen and making him like make, make him coffee and stuff. And it's just like, mm. oh, Vince. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so sure enough. They cut to the ring, and here comes Mr. America, and Vince just goes ballistic. And he comes out, and, you know, they have another interaction, and he ends up low-blowing Mr. America and starts to rip his mask off, but he can't. And Stephanie McMahon's out there, too, and he's like, come on and help me. And she's like, what What are you doing? And as he's, like, trying to get the mask off, he, like, flails back and, like, knocks Stephanie McMahon down. And great. So he's like over there and, and then, you know, this he's like checking her and then Mr. America gets up and then as soon as Vince turns around, he gives him the you and clocks him. And uh, that's kind of the end of that segment. I was really hoping this would end with one of my favorite tropes in wrestling, which is he takes the mask off and he has another mask on underneath it. That is I'm a really great disappointed one. that that didn't happen, but that still sounds pretty wild. So now, next week, he now comes out and again does his, his a whole promo about Mr. America and, and says he is offering out a contract on Mr. America, like whoever can take out Mr. America. So Roddy okay. Piper accepts. Roddy and Piper and Sean O'Hare accept. And they're going to have a match at Judgment Day. But anyway, there's another Piper's Pit segment later, later that day. Piper and Sean O'Hare then attack... Hulk Hogan in the ring, trying to get his mask off again. Well, now a fan comes into the ring to help Mr. America before Piper can get the mask off. He hits Piper with the American flag that Mr. America gave him when he came to the ring. And then he just gets destroyed by Sean (laughs) O'Hare. Just obliterated. And then uh, security is trying to take the fan out, but Piper then jumps on him and is chasing security off like, no, I'm going to take him out myself. And he starts beating him up and then starts to pull him back. But as he's pulling him back, he just rips off one of this guy's prosthetic legs because this guy apparently has a prosthetic leg. And he's just standing there dumbfounded holding this leg. And Please the crowd just starts beating him with his And own the life. crowd just starts to boo like crazy. <laughs> and he just has this look of like like regret and like terrifiedness, Piper. So he just puts the leg down and leaves. Um, 
And then Mr. America helps the fan, like, you know, puts his arm around him and, like, helps him out of the ring. Okay. So now at Judgment Day. Wow. Man, that was, I'm sorry, hang on, I just need to. (laughs) There's already so much weird stuff happening. Oh, yes. I don't know why the. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, Judgment Day. fine. So we're at Judgment Day, Piper and Sean O'Hare. Um, it's Piper versus Mr. America one-on-one match. But, of course, Sean O'Hare is out there, and they end up teaming again. And also this fan, who we now know, is Zach, his name is Zach Gowan, is out there with Hulk Hogan. Like, he comes out with him, and it's there at ringside with him. And, uh, during, of course, during the match, Piper and Sean O'Hare then just start beating up Mr. America. Vince comes out to distract the ref to allow like them to low blow him. And, and then Sean O'Hare mm-hmm. grabs a pipe and is going to clock him with it. But of course he ducks and then he hits Piper instead. And then Mr. America hits him with a leg drop. And as he's pinning him, Vince runs in to stop the count. But then Zach Gowan stops Vince from stopping the count. This fan stops Vince from doing it. So Mr. America wins. Great. That was the pay per view. So then the next week, and this is not this is not like the main event, or anything, no, no, right? no, 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 no. It's okay, not the main well, event. Well, at least there's that. So then on SmackDown, Vince comes out and says, "Mr. America has to face Sean O'Hare, and if he loses, then the next week he has to submit himself to a lie detector test." So there's a lot of stakes in this match. Okay. Mr. America comes out again with Zach Gowan, who I'm just going to take a sidebar. Zach Gowan was a Professional wrestler, he just had started. I think he had done he done a little bit of work in TNA in like two thousand and two, but mm-hmm. he was the first ever, I believe, uh, uh, like amputee professional wrestler. Um, yeah, I've seen a couple clips of him. I knew that name was familiar. Yeah. So, but you know, in this this storyline, he's playing Mister America's biggest fan. Okay. But anyway. So on SmackDown, Vince comes out and says, "Mr. Mer- we with the lie detector test thing." So the um, all right. So Mr. America comes out with Gowan, and and Sean has Piper with him, and Mr. America ends up hitting the leg drop during the match and is going for the pin, but then Piper pulls him off, and then while they're kind of you know what's going on, Vince then comes out with security, but it's not even security; it's actually like police officers coming out with police officers, and he says someone broke the law. And they're here to take them away. And so Mr. America starts freaking out. And then he says, uh, officers, arrest that man. And he points at Zach Gowan. So swerve. And uh, <laughs> and he says, you know, for trespassing and for assault. Because he is not under contract. Ring, He's not under contract. He didn't have a backstage pass. He cannot be here. And he attacked me at Judgment Day. So the the officers start coming out and and then of course Vince just keeps playing up. This whole time Vince is like making fun of him for being a, like a paraplegic. And um, oh, of course, because that's funny. And then you know, so he has he has a cane, and so he yells, "He's got a weapon!" and kicks the cane out from under him and takes it from him. And anyway, Jeez. it's just Vince just playing up every level that he can. And Hogan mm-hmm. is trying to stop him and all this. And and this whole time the ref is counting. And so then, of course, Hogan can't get back in time, and he gets counted out. So he loses the match. And the next week, he's going to have to take a lie detector test. Oh, dear. So, Vin- now we're the- now it's the next week. Th- this is the most famous part of the whole segment. 
I've seen a couple clips of this. So Vince is super happy just this whole time. Vince is just having a ball. He's so what? happy as he gets to the arena. You know, the ring is being set up, ready for the lie detector test. Um, and Josh is now interviewing. Josh um, Josh Matthews is the backstage announcer at the time. And he's interviewing Gowan, who's sitting in the front row. And is, you know, talking to him about it. And he, the Gowan's saying the charges were eventually dropped. But, you know, and he's nervous for Mr. America. And because they made another thing where there's a whole other segment with Zach Gowan where he wants to, it comes out at some point that he wants to be a wrestler and is trying to, and Vince then throws it in there. There, All right, well, if Mr. America fails the lie detector test, then you'll never get a contract. You know, so there's a whole other thing that's now, quote-unquote, stakes being put onto this. Yeah, subplot. Right. So now they get the lie detector test up. Vince comes strutting out, and he's super ready for this. And he says, this is going to be the last time you ever see Hulk Hogan in a WWE ring. And then Mr. America comes out looking super nervous and defeated and (laughs) down. And he gets hooked up to the lie detector. And Vince is just mocking him the whole time. And then hands it over to the officer. Because, you know, police officers, are they administer the lie detector test. Sure. And so he starts to interrogate him. And he asks Mr. America if he is Mr. America. Is that your name? And he says, yes. And it's correct. This is where this is going to get long because there's a lot of dialogue in this. He then okay, asks this him, is where all the notes come in. Yes, it is. He then asks him if he's currently sitting in a wrestling ring in Pensacola, Florida. You know, the, t- the typical script that you follow for a lie detector test. Right. And there's right. a you reason. Start with the really easy it, questions right. just to establish like a base. Right. It's done this way for a reason. You can't just fly in and start asking the questions. Right. Well, Vince doesn't know this. And so he's constantly just getting agitated with how slow it's going. And he's telling him, speed it up and ask the main question. Ask the main question. And Officer's like, right. well, there's a proper method for doing this. And so and Vince's like, all right, all right, all right. So then he asks him if he's currently employed at SmackDown. Mr. America says yes, and it's correct again. And now Vince is just done. He's just like, no, ask him the question. I don't care what's going on. If you want to ask him, then I'll find someone who will. And so the officer's like, all right, fine. And he's like, and he asked Mr. America, are you Hulk Hogan? And there's a long pause with Mr. America looking around nervously and McMahon just glaring at him menacingly with these hungry eyes. And Mr. America then asks if he can have a drink of water. So now we've qualled that moment for now. Okay. And then Vince is just like, oh, that's fine. You can have all the water you want because it won't matter. And then Vince is like, forget it. I'll ask the questions. Are you Hulk Hogan? There's another long pause. And then Mr. America looks down and says, no. And then it goes, ding. And he was correct. The answer comes out as correct. Vince is, and Vince is just like, now in, in just shock. And he's like, to the officer, he's just like, what does this mean? And the officer's like, well, it means he's telling the truth. <laughs> and now the, and then he's like, you ask him, ask him again. And the officer asks if he's Hulk Hogan. And again, he answers no. And again, it comes out as correct. Now, Vince is just going ballistic at this point, saying, you're not asking the question properly. And he knows this is Hulk Hogan. We all know this is Hulk Hogan. And again, he asks him. And again, the same result. Every time he keeps asking him, he keeps answering no. And it keeps coming out as correct. 
So Vince, Vince again asks, what is going on? And the officer says that Mr. America has passed the lie detector test. Hogan then gets up with the music playing. And Real America starts playing. And he's doing all his Hulk Hogan stuff around the ring. And the crowd's cheering. And then Vince is like, oh, stop. Cut the music. Cut the music. And he's like, if you can pass the lie detector test, then I can. And he sits down and gets strapped into it. And he's like, and he talks to the officer. He's like, you can ask me anything you want. And I'll pass it if this guy can pass it. So he asks a couple of questions, and it's just kind of basic stuff. You know, is your name Vince McMahon? Are you the yeah. CEO of WWE? And then now Mr. America grabs the mic, and he says, I have some questions for Mr. McMahon. And, and Mr. McMahon's like, sure, yeah, well, anything. If you can do it, I can do it. <laughs> he asks him, are you the biggest a-hole on the planet? <laughs> and Vince is just like, well... Well, no. And it goes, eh, and it's wrong. <laughs> then Mr. America asks him if he's a sick, perverted, power-hungry freak. And again, it's like, well, no. Eh, and it's wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> and Vince is just like, I'm a well-respected businessman across the world. And he goes, eh, it's wrong. <laughs> Every time he speaks, it's just different lies. It reads as different lies. He says everything. Everything. I, he's like everything I do is for all the fans. Eh. And that song. He's like, well, well, I do it for most of the fans. Eh. <laughs> all right, fine. I do everything for myself and only myself. Ding. And that's, Ding. that's, that's the truth. <laughs> and of course, Cole and Taz are having a fun time with this too. And so Taz mm-hmm. is like, oh, he got one right. <laughs> but <laughs> and then, then he's like, yeah, okay, well, I might. Be selfish, but I'm not a pervert. Eh. And he's just, <laughs> and Mr. America's like, don't you, you say you're not a pervert. Don't you spend most of your time pleasuring yourself, looking at Tory Wilson's Playboy? And he's like, no. Jeez. Eh. Jeez. <laughs> he's like, Jeez. he's just like, okay, well, it was a long time ago. Eh. <laughs> he's like, all right. It was earlier this morning. Eh. <laughs> he's like, fine, it was in the limo on the way here. Ding! And you're just like, it's like what, is, what is going on? Oh, man, this got <laughs> off the rails in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, it went off so fast. Involved. And then he's just like, well, wow. well, that's 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 normal. And it's not, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't lust after, pe- you know, the May Youngs of the world. And <laughs> he's it just freaks out and it just starts going, I hate you, Hogan. And it goes, ding. <laughs> he just gets up and starts tearing the lie detector stuff off. Mr. America oh, then is like, this proves that he's telling the truth, but that Vince is a liar. He then clocks Vince, knocks him down, and that's that's the end of that segment. That Vince McMahon is the greatest heel in wrestling history. I'm sorry. He's so... Nobody allows themselves to give you that catharsis and just watch them be humiliated like Vince McMahon. Yeah, no, you're right. I'll give him that. That's the biggest problem we all have with Stephanie is she's so good at being just the absolute worst. Yeah. But there are never moments like that where you get that real satisfaction of just watching her in misery. This is is a recent thing. There used to be. She used to get humiliated all the time on the show. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but it's 
you know, the sense of it now is just, like, because she's the face of the company and she's doing all this crap in the boardroom that, like, well, we can't have her playing a television character because nobody oh. would understand that. Like, it's just... Drives me nuts, but you are correct. I, I don't remember where... it was. I think I just read this in the comment section online. or I, I think it was a... It might have been a review. I think it was, like, a pay-per-view review on Cage Side Seats. One of their writers was just talking about a show, and he was like, look... Say what you will about Vince McMahon as a businessman, as a human being, whatever you want. But that man will go through hell to entertain you. True. He will reduce himself to nothing for your entertainment. And you can't fault him for some of the stuff that he does when he makes it very clear that, you know, it's fun to hear him say stuff like, I don't, you know, I don't do anything for the fans. I do it all for myself. But, like, that's so clearly not true just right there in that moment. Right. And that's great. Like, that's, that's fantastic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the highlight of this whole thing for sure. Um, th- th- I, this is the thing that I really remember. Um, like, I remember watching this just on tapes just, like, years ago. And this, this, this was yeah. really the first thing I remember from this whole angle. Because it was just so bizarre. And to be, you know what's funny? To be honest, because again, I grew up with WCW and stuff. I I did not know that real this Real American song was like Hulk Hogan's theme. I thought this was just what he was using for that. Because I knew the one from WCW, his American Made theme. Right. Or then, you know, the NWA thing. Because I hadn't watched Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Like, I hadn't really seen any of that. Very little. So... I, this was actually the first time I ever heard Real American, which is kind of funny and a little, little, little really demented, funny. but it was. Um, anyway, but this is not over. So never is the next. The next thing that's set up is an arm wrestling contest. Uh, a couple weeks later, Vince wants I feel to like arm we're wrestle. Really reaching at this point. Oh, we are. Vince wants to arm wrestle both um, Hogan and Zach Gowan. And if Zach Gowan wins his arm wrestling match, he is going to get a WWE contract. Um, so that's going to be on the line. But Mr. America, he wants to arm wrestle him as well. So we have the whole weird, you know, you've seen the arm wrestling stations that they have in WWE. They've done it many times. Um, okay. With the, I actually have it. Oh, really? I've well, arm okay. So. It's like a table in the middle of the ring that you, you know, Yeah. And there's like handle a handle on each side and like a pad mm-hmm. underneath it. Like it's all set up for an arm wrestling thing. Right, right. No, that makes sense. So Mr. America comes out with Gowan again. Vince comes out looking just jacked. I mean, this is like peak bodybuilding Vince McMahon. Yeah. And he comes out and he says, if Mr. America loses, then he also has to leave the arena for, you know, with him like being out there still with Zach. Also, for some, and Stephanie was out there first before anyone else comes up talking about it. And then all of a sudden, Sable comes out for no reason. And, okay. and even Stephanie's like, why, why are you here? And like, there's no answer. She just doesn't answer. She just stays there. And, you're, and she's like, all right, whatever. And they just keep moving on. So now they're all in the ring. And hmm. um, so they're, they're, you know, Vince McMahon and Mr. America are ready start their match so they start their arm wrestling match and it looks exactly like you would think an arm wrestling match would look on tv um them but just trying really hard and you know trying to do the thing and while they're doing it (laughs) mr america flicks him off like with the same hand like they're arm wrestling with which i thought was kind of funny and a great touch 
and uh, you know he's doing it and he's about to you know he's winning and winning and then all of a sudden sable just flashes mr america and then vince wins and you're just like okay she's a part of this now i guess and um so vince wins or and uh mr america now has to leave the leave the arena so mr america leaves and if he does any and vince is like you better leave because if you do anything then gal will never get a shot here ever so Mr. America leaves, and then now it's Gowan taking on Vince, and and he, you know, if he wins, he gets a contract in, with the WWE. And so, for some reason, they have Gowan just dominating Vince McMahon. And Gowan, I don't know if you've you've seen him. He's like yeah, he's not that big. he's like five nine, yeah. and like he looks like. Uh, like any other, I think he was like 20 at the time. Like he was young, like 20, 21 or something at the time. And he looks like any like 18 year old kid who doesn't really work out, but who's yeah. not like, who's just small like that. It's not like out of shape. It's just small, like mm-hmm. just a small dude. And he's beating Vince McMahon. And so, um, and while you know, so he's about to win, and then at the last second, Vince kicks out his bad leg from under him, and then wins. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So he, he kicks him this in his prosthetic a, leg, and this so is then he as wins. Bad as all the little people abuse in the last episode. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Oh my goodness. And so then you know, then he won, and he leaves, and Gowan's not getting a contract now. Well, there's a whole other angle that is now starting with Sable and Vince and Gowan. So then the next week, Gowan is backstage looking for Stephanie. And so he's waiting in Stephanie's office. And then Sable's there. And there's this weird thing with Sable trying to, like, seduce him. And it's very bizarre and weird and serves no purpose. But anyway, and then it has, like, Vince, like, catching them and then freaking out over him. And you're just like, why? But then, like, Vince and Sable laugh it off. And they're like, it was their plan the whole time. But it's like... Well, why? Like, what? This didn't do anything. Anyway, it makes no sense. Great. Um, okay. So now it's like the next week, I believe, and Vince comes out and he has this whole segment where he wants Gowan to kiss his butt. So we have that line going again because Vince really likes Man, this someone, stuff. For someone who's not getting a WWE contract, this kid sure seems to be well, on now, television. Well, now, yeah, I know. And now Vince is like, if you want a contract, you have to pucker up and Kiss my butt. So, and Steph- and uh, Stephanie's out there too. And Stephanie, you see her like say something to Gowan. And so Gowan goes by and Vince McMahon and then low blows him. And um, so then anyway, the main event for this week ends up being Mr. America. He's part of a six-man match. Um, and I think, I don't remember who he was with now. But it's against like Big Show and... A couple other people, but and he's like winning, but then Vince comes out the ramp, uh, out of the ramp, beating up Gowan, and that distracts Mister America, and then he gets choke slammed by Big Show and gets pinned. And after that, SmackDown went off the air, uh, which isn't on the show, but after it went off the air, he then unmasks to show that he's obviously Hulk Hogan, puts his finger to his lips, telling the fans to keep quiet about the secret. And that, and then the next week, Hogan quit WWE 
due to frustrations with creative. So he's gone. Wait, like he actually did? Yeah. Yeah, he hated this whole angle. <laughs> and, uh... Okay. So hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. That's the cherry on top of this whole thing. Okay, I've seen... I've seen a few bits of this, right? I've yep. seen the part where he says, are you Hulk Hogan? And Hulk Hogan, like, he might as well just have, like, Robin's little mask on, right? Like, <laughs> right. from Batman 1966. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not. And it's really funny. And yep. I've seen the part, I assumed it was during the same show, but I guess it's later, where he rolls his mask up, winks at the audience, and does, like, the finger to his lips, yep. right? Yep. And I'll be honest. I thought this then, and I think it now after hearing the whole story. I really love this. Yeah, of this course is you do. <laughs> great example to me of like dumb wrestling done well. And as long as it's not for the title or like actually in the main event, which that that I have a problem with right, the fact right. that it's main eventing shows. This is cool. I, I've been thoroughly entertained <laughs> just listening to this, and not in like a wow, that's so stupid kind of way. Right. So of course Hulk Hogan hated it because. He was a he was a joke, and Hulk Hogan can never stand to be a joke. Right. Oh man, that yeah. like you know what it is, and you want to know in my mind what I think separates something like this from something we talked about last week. What? It's Roddy. It's Roddy Piper's reaction. The fact that the first thing that happens when you see this character is another character said, "Nope." This is stupid. We we're not doing this. No, 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 no. Please, no. Like the fact that you just the fact that they call it out immediately as being incredibly stupid, and just go with it. Yeah, is great to me. There's there's something to be said for that. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. That was definitely the right way to approach this whole thing for sure. And maybe I'd feel differently if I watched it drag out for months on end. But it's well, one it of didn't. It didn't go like, for months on end. This is over weeks. I mean, the whole thing lasted maybe six weeks. Maybe maybe okay. Eh, maybe maybe two months technically. Maybe it was like yeah. eight weeks, but it was not super I mean, long. That seems about right. Like, if you want to know, um, I'm going to give you another free plug here. Like, you you're going through Batman movies for the Uncraped Crusaders. Yep. And I think of like. The difference between Batman 66 and Batman and Robin, because like, they yep. were trying to make the same movie, but the people on Batman 66 exactly, like, but... knew that they were making a joke. Right. It was a comedy, and, the people... and they all knew yes. it. Yes. And Batman and Robin, they were, you know, they say during production, Joel Schumacher would say, like, remember, guys, this is a cartoon, but everything about that whole movie plays it so straight and so serious. That it's only funny in how bad it is. No, 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 you got that backwards. Okay. With the 66 no, right. movie. You know what? You're absolutely right. The 66 it's movie, 66. everything yeah. is played out 100% serious. Yeah, but it's like about the death. most ridiculous things ever. That's why it's, some, that's why it's funny. There's some great deliveries. If of those guys there, weren't you know? taking it seriously, then it's just annoying and a joke and stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what Batman and Robin was. And that is You're why right. that is just the worst. That's a fair Because point. nobody way, has taken that movie that, seriously. Yeah. Including the, the people that, like, making on, it. On this angle, they immediately are just like, no, please, no, come on. We're not. Really? 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We're not done yet, though. Okay. All there, right. There's a little. Sorry, there's I, a little thing to there. end. I thought we were done. Not quite. Not okay. quite. The next week, <laughs> Vince comes out and shows the footage of the unmasking of Hulk Hogan, and then fires <laughs> Mr. America and Hulk Hogan. He's like, see, I knew it. They're the same, so fired. And that's pretty much the end of that whole thing. Although Hogan had already quit by this point. Yep. Wow. And, but, Man, I thought but, it couldn't get but, any more laughable, and the one-two punch of Hogan hating it because for once in his life he's playing comedy wrestling instead of the super serious All-American hero, he can't stand that. That's very funny. And two, the fact that even after he's very publicly quit in real life because of that, Vince is still like, nope, storyline, got to go fire him. (laughs) It's like this whole, the whole angle is these two guys playing caricatures of themselves. And you're, I'm listening to it unfold. I imagine people are watching it and they're like, oh, that's really quite clever that like Hulk Hogan is basically playing a caricature of himself as this all American hero. And Vince McMahon is playing a caricature of himself as this, you know, out of touch control freak. And then it's like, no, those are both pretty accurate, actually. And neither of them let that go the entire time. Right, right. That's very funny. But but now we've set up Zach Gowan, and he hasn't <sighs> quit. And they've already Great. invested in this. So you think they're just going to pull the plug on that? No, of course not. I wish not. they would. And so... I mean, this isn't... This they is already, a RoboCop we're talking they about. Already this set, is Zach Gowan. This is a real investment. you got to pull it through. They already set this up the previous week with the whole kiss my butt thing and with Stephanie. So now because of that debacle, Vince McMahon has put uh, Zach Gowan and Stephanie in a handicap match against the Big Show. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so that okay. match takes place and is kind of going on how you one would expect and Vince is getting involved in this too but ultimately they're both kind of get just getting pummeled and then yeah, okay and I'm also sorry. at this point so now but who comes out to save him Kurt Angle why not Kurt Angle has just returned to WWE from being injured like a few weeks before the, the real Mr. America of course honestly. and so he comes out and uh, starts to help, but then he eats a chair shot from Vince. Mm. Then who comes out to help Kurt? Brock Lesnar, the hey, WWE champion, means... comes out wow, we... and saves Kurt. Then gets Full hit circle. by Big Show, and then who <laughs> then saves Brock? Zach Gowan comes in and saves Brock. Then Kurt Angle well. slams Big Show. Brock F5s Big Show. Gowan drop kicks Vince. With one leg. At this point, his leg has come off, I guess. And he drop kicks him with one leg and then gets up on the top rope and does an amazing one-legged moonsault on the big show and then gets that the pin. That I have seen. That's a really cool look. And he gets the pin and wins a contract. So that, I guess, is technically the end of the angle since Gowan had been mm-hmm. set up with the Mr. America thing. I'm not sure how much farther them two were going to go. I don't know if that was going to be an extended thing or if they were just using that to introduce Gowan. I'm not yeah. really sure. But Gowan was around for the next couple of months. Um, pretty much, I think, throughout most of the year. For mm-hmm. for several match, for, for several months, he was around just kind of doing random stuff and just would... Lo- he would have singles matches and would lose 
most of the time, usually like getting attacked by heels or whatever. And it ended up, it ended up anyway, it ended up, I don't know. Have you seen the thing with Brock Lesnar? You've seen the that thing one, right? Brock Lesnar. Where he throws Gowan down the stairs. <laughs> have you not seen that? No, I have not. This isn't even part of the show. But uh, yeah, no. Oh, so Gowan, word. at some point, Brock ends up being healed during all this. And Gowan yeah. defeats Brock Lesnar by disqualification. Um, and then at, and at some point in this, Lesnar broke Gowan's leg, like in storyline. So now he's like crippled, like completely. Because he's, yep. you know only has one leg anyway, and now it's broken. And the following le- week, Lesnar throws Gowan down a flight of stairs. Like, he's in a wheelchair, and he just pushes the wheelchair down these, like, bait, like, and it's, like, not good stairs. Like, you know, in an arena, like, the stairs they have, it's, like, down those. And <laughs> how have you not seen that? That's so famous. Um, I don't, maybe I've seen it and just haven't recognized well, it. I I genuinely don't think I have. If you guys haven't seen it, look, that's 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 something to behold. Uh, I get that, Lesnar like, throwing a paraplegic, cliche crippled guy, guy lot, down the stairs. That is such a great way to get heel heat by beating up a guy with one leg. Yep. And um, anyway, so that that that's pretty much the end of the the, the show. The whole angle just was done because Hogan quit. So that's there's amazing. really no that's catharsis hilarious. to this. It's just kind of over. And that yeah. is uh, that's pretty much the story of uh, Mr. America. I'm not gonna lie, I love that. Just the, the <laughs> little cherry on top at the end is that they're both just like they just prove all of like the jokes that have ever been made about them and like all the stereotypes that they were kind of poking fun at this entire time and like playing into really well, and then just drop it all. Like I can't, I don't know what Hulk Hogan thought he was gonna be in 2003 or you know like whatever at this point i feel like he has to know somebody has to know that you can't just do like red and yellow hulkamania anymore you know (laughs) and to me this is a really fun like dumb but fun way to use two performers who don't have anything else going on uh yeah Pretty much. It's just weird to me that Vince himself is seems to be front and center in a lot of these just ridiculous storylines. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that and is that, uh anyway. That's fantastic. That's that that is that very we- very weird and uh often forgotten Hulk Hogan angle. Uh for, <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> but yeah, but if, so. if you know anything about this show, it is about us pulling all of wrestling skeletons out of the closet. We're bringing it back. You can't hide from us, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Definitely, definitely not. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. That's uh, that's another episode of Behind the Gorilla. And, and again, if you uh, if you like this episode or any of our episodes, please. Leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Or if you hated it, please leave us a review as well. That is um, <laughs> always it's always welcome either way. But um, Harris does have a stipulation, though. Yeah, look, you can give us a one-star review, a two-star review if you want, if you feel like that's fair. Like, we're not going to tell you to come up here and lie. But whatever level of stars you give us, you you have to like detail that in the form of a match. So it's always easier for me to think of like a one star work rate match. But even I'm you know off the top of my head, 
I think of a lot of Brie Bella matches, just because, bless her heart, <laughs> she's not that good. She's gotten better. She's still just not, you know, like, if you want to come out and be, like, the OG, if you want to give us a one-star review and say, look, this was basically like the I wish you died in the womb promo of podcast, <laughs> that was Nikki Bella, not Brie, but she was she was related. That's the worst thing that I've ever seen in wrestling, and it's not even worth an episode. It just is. <laughs> Just be a little bit creative, because anyone on the internet can just mindlessly hate stuff. But like Hulk Hogan, if you're listening to this, just think of a think of a two star match, you know, and compare us to that. Don't just give us two stars and say these guys aren't any good, brother, and move on. Just work for it a little bit. Yeah, that's my stipulation. Yeah, that's all we're asking. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla, or you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand, and I'm at Harris Wilson. So you can do that as well. I post everything for all the episodes, all the updates and everything are all on the Twitter page. There's also a Facebook page. You can uh, search behind the gorilla and I post everything there too, but I pretty much just post the links to the episodes. We do a lot more activity on the Twitter page than uh, the Facebook page for sure. Um, yeah, and if you want to, if you want to go back and watch any of our other up ep- or listen to any of our other episodes are all on iTunes or Google play or Spotify. Um, or you can go to our actual podcast website, which is kind of a complicated thing to say. It's like behind-the-gorilla at pineview.com or something like that. But uh, Or not Pineview. That was the name of my apartment complex at uh, pinecast.com. But uh, all that's, all those links are on the Twitter page regardless. So it's all it's pretty easy to find. So um, yeah, please uh, tweet tweet us if you liked if you liked anything you heard or hated it. Um, both are welcome. If you have any suggestions, please tweet us those as well. We've gotten some uh, suggestions before and have turned those into episodes. So please, that's less work for us. And I'm down oh, with that. I don't know. Um, I remember this. This wasn't a suggested episode, but I just remember uh, on the SmackDown highlight show a few weeks ago for SmackDown 1000, they had that clip of Big Show's father's funeral, which we did a whole episode on <laughs> back in our first season. And that was one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. It was great to see that little shout-out come back. That was. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was wonderful. So please, yeah, suggestions, comments, any of that stuff. Anyway, this has been long enough. But one last plug. I have another podcast. It's all about Batman. We talked about it earlier. Me and my friend Ian go through and... Watch and review every Batman movie ever made. Most recent one, um, we just did the animated Batman and Superman uh, World's Finest, which was three, it was really three Superman animated series episodes that they just kind of put into a movie, but it's fantastic stuff, and that is up there now. So uh, check that out as well. Also, you can follow that page on Twitter, at Uncaped Review. All right, finally, done with all the massive... Uh, I don't know, plugs or whatever you want to call them. And, um, yeah. So, uh, again, I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And thanks for listening to another episode of Behind the Gorilla. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.